All right. Hello, gang. Hello, world. Um, crazy fucking week. Not going to have this pedantic intro. We're going to get right into it. Uh, surprisingly, Kamala Harris is to start. She's going to visit the border. So she clearly listened to the show. Um, I didn't think I'd see the day. I think we jinxed it. Probably we did. the countdown last week. That's our bad. Yeah, sorry about that. I mean, maybe it's good for those children. But everybody else, we do apologize. You'll hear her coming. <clears throat> You'll hear her laughing. Biden, something going on with ARs, AR-15s, probably a ban. It, it's going to be ineffectual because this is America. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just, it's very short-sighted. I mean, simply put, deer. The fuck they going to do about the deer? What, are we going to throw grenades in there? Um, I just thought we'd touch on that quick. That's really all the politics talk. A lot of people are dying. Uh, Pornhub, one of the institutions here in America, it's, bro, it's pretty much synonymous with McDonald's. I mean, it's got one of those marketable logos. Like, you see it, you know what it is. And uh, they were sued. They took a little dent um, by over 100 different women who... Claim they said, listen, I went on your site, sir, and uh, I saw myself blowing somebody I don't own the video. And it's uh, 2021, I guess it's the era of, you know, go off, sis. So you have a bunch of whores suing a porn institution. Nothing, you know, for me, what this means, can't take anything for granted. You know, you're McDonald's, you're Apple one day, the next day, you're getting sued. So stay on your toes if you're a CEO out there, a shady company with some weird dealings. You could end up dying. Like John McAfee. Matt, you want to talk about what happened with John McAfee? Now, according to this article, he was charged with tax evasion in the United States last year, but there's also a multitude of other charges that they want to throw at this dude. Um, He was specifically found dead in his prison cell near Barcelona at 1 p.m. Uh, The medical examiner on the scene uh, told CNN specifically that the cause of death is under investigation, which wouldn't you know, you know, she looks at dead bodies all day. So something's something's going on here, bro. John McAfee, unfortunately, has been Epstein and he has died in his prison cell. Yeah. So another super wealthy kind of connected, like old money. American has died in police custody under like really fucking shady circumstances. So this is the dude real quick, John McAfee. First off, if you have a shitty PC, you know, you go to work, you're remote, you get a PC, a Dell, something has McAfee protection on it. You have Norton or McAfee. McAfee invented the fucking McAfee. All that defense and that garbage stuff that's preloaded onto windows. It's this dude. So he's worth like nine figures, something crazy. Uh, after the dot-com boom, he sold his chunk, took his money, went to Central America, big into drugs, big into bath salts. Uh, this is a pretty shady, pretty shady character. And he was in Spanish custody. He was waiting to be extradited to America. I don't know. He was, he was hung, hanged, hung, hanged, whatever the fucking term is, hanged in his cell. Like I said, a la Jeffrey Epstein, 
hours this, after they uh, said he's going to be extradited. Seems a little fishy. This week was the date set, confirmed, like a judge fucking with a weirdo wig, gavel, bang. Like on Friday, he's getting extradited back to America. Funny enough, he's dead Wednesday. No. No, no, no. I'm not buying it. He did say that the uh, tax evasion charges against him were politically motivated. Yeah, he's a psycho, though. Again, he spent time in Guatemala. He moved to Montreal, where he worked on a documentary about his own life. He ran for president in 2016. Did you know that? Wow, I did not know that. Yes, in in 2012. Yes, he did. Wow. He still currently is president of the United States. Uh, I take him over the current one. In 2012, he vanished. Poof, went off the grid after he fleed his home in Belize because local police tried to question him over the death of his neighbor. Now, this isn't a little cul-de-sac that you see out in fucking Iowa. This dude's in Belize. He's worth nine figures, right? There's like three homes on that island. And one of those people that he lived next to was dead. So it's pretty customary for the police to want to ask you, hey, buddy, what happened to your neighbor? You know, did you see anything? Maybe this is still connected to that. Maybe this is connected to Epstein. You know, maybe he also was raw dog in those same women that Epstein was. Who knows? I mean, you really need a Pepe Silvia type board with red yarn to figure out the fucking plot on this thing. Yeah, it's pretty much pretty much all I wanted to say on that. But again, Piers, we're bringing you the breaking news. John McAfee's fucking dead. And by the time you hear this, hopefully they'll figure out as to why. Again, Matt said he's hanged, but uh, a little suspicious. Yeah, so Matt was coming in with a hot take about, we both saw the same thing on Twitter. Actually, it might have been at the same time. A scientist from, I believe, the World Health Organization, at least he's here domestically. He's important. He's on stage. He's speaking in front of people. Um, He's got a tie on. And he's talking about how in a lot of ways, when we don't like a behavior as a society, we've come to a point where we're so advanced, there's things that we don't like, and we try to remove those things from society. So with COVID, the prevention and the removal of our freedoms was supposed to get us out of it, right? Flatten the curve, right? You, you sacrifice for a little bit. It's going to help everybody overall. And there's a lot of behaviors that were learned from that, that we took from it. Even me and you probably, like I inherently don't trust someone's straw as much i probably put hand sanitizer on a little bit more there's things that can be pulled from it and he was making this analogy that we need to do that with climate change you know climate change is a big issue and one of the big things and drivers of this is meat consumption in america we're fat i mean i literally had boneless wings right before i fucking hopped on this thing now i know that's that's a big pussy move we love our meat And despite the impact that I know it potentially might have on the environment, what he wants to do is potentially quick interjection here, folks, the audio cut out. What we are discussing is the North Star tick. Go ahead and Google it. Introduce variables, um, which I'll do right now just to make sure I don't sound like an absolute retard. And it does create a red meat allergy. And this tick is specific so what do you know? Eastern seaboard states, specific with a high deer population. Um, now, it's highest and most densely populated in Tennessee, North Carolina, or Virginia. So if you're out there, bro, watch yourself, especially your dogs and shit, because this is fucked up. 
Um, according to Vanderbilt's asthma, sinus, and allergy program, they're seeing more and more cases of this each week, and it's not necessarily understood how the allergy starts. But again, this is from Vanderbilt University's Medical Center website. This shit's real. This is a dot org. Okay. This is fucked up. And if there's fucking nerds out there in lab coats with an agenda, right? You multiply that together and they unleash these things on people. Bro, we're going to be, what's going to happen? We're going to have to go plant-based. Isn't this kind of like them playing God a little bit? Absolutely. That's kind of fucked up. We've been there for a while. I mean, what's a computer? What the fuck are we doing right now? I mean, what's a GMO? I mean, a GMO is a plant that shouldn't even be grown. So like is that is that incognito beyond meat right? shit going to become like? No, and I don't know I what that is it. because there's a difference. Because, like you said, there's the fake meat, which could be um, like beans and like its root product and, and flavoring, or like it could grass. be right. Or it's this new shit, which is like lab-grown meat from a little piece of meat that grows into bigger meat. Like, what is that? That's what I don't know about. And maybe that's fine, but I think that tick would fuck with this as well. So yeah, everybody out there that's listening, just want to make you aware. And if you ever, again, if you're in those southern states and you get bit by a tick, bro, just don't be hitting up fucking... Longhorn Steakhouse, like immediately afterwards. Just, just watch yourself. Hey, we got Fourth of July coming up, and I'm telling you right now, I'm gonna have some red meat on that grill. Now, this is despite the fact that you potentially might even have a North Star tick. But you're saying that doesn't even matter to you. No, I'll pu- I'll push through. Now, it does say that it puts you into anaphylactic shock and and creates this byproduct that coagulates in your blood throughout your body and can kill you almost. It, very quickly. Uh, I mean, the allergic reaction is a big deal. It's fine. I'll have an EpiPen on hand. I don't think that's how that works. It might. It might. I, I'm not. I'm not ruling it out. But I. I we don't should know. call Fauci. Now he's too busy bitching about Delta strains in children. I saw an article today where he's like, "Oh my god, the ch- bro, just go away! Like you, you put your book out. People bought it." Go away. Like, go to the Keys in Florida like an adult. That's what people do. I mean, isn't he of retirement age? How old is that guy? I think he's mid-70s. Yeah, Fauci, go fucking retire and take them fucking North Star ticks with you, okay, kid? Fellas, I mean, Matt's married. The same cannot be said for Ben Zobrist. My man... I mean, he's out here getting caught in 4K. So, you know, traditionally you'd think as an MLB player, professional baseball, guaranteed contract. Not even that. This was somebody that won an MVP in the World Series for the Kansas City Royals. Um, And he just recently retired, 2020. Dude put in the hard work and he was ready. Cash it in, baby. Let me hang out with my wife. Build a family and let's just hang out. You know, I did it. We did it, honey. Well, guess what? Only thing she was doing was blowing Byron. Now, Byron Yawn is CEO of Forest Crane Co., which was a Nashville area business consulting firm. But his relation to the Zobrist couple 
the wife, the husband, Ben, was that he was helping them uh, as a pastor. He was consulting them in their marriage. And the snake in the grass ended up banging out Juliana, Ben's wife. And now Ben is seeking damages. This this gets the boys fired up. Matt, I know you got something to say about this. The more I read about this, the worse <laughs> it gets. Yeah, it's pretty bad. He, so they started talking on the daily through burner phones. The That's wife. That newspaper's number one. And the pastor. who Also, also the pastor was married too. Yeah, so he's he had his own infidelity issues. They're both cheating. And the pastor also originally was working for Ben Zobris Charity. And not only did he steal, you know, his wife's sweet, sweet cookie, let's just say that, he also took a bunch of money from that charity. So this dude was out here fucking over just everything, dude. I mean, absolutely nothing was off the table. Um, I don't, sorry to cut you off. I don't off think yet. that's Go doing ahead. the work of the Lord. Maybe it is. Maybe there's a Bible passage in there somewhere about this. I'm it's not possible. sure. Old Testament it's God pretty, was not fucking around. This is pretty fucked up, though, because Ben Soberst originally started going to the pastor for uh, counseling with his anxiety and depression. Damn, so like independent. So he was having issues. Yeah, and then the, they went to him for obviously the marriage counseling, right? Because I'm sure you know. I don't think Peter he helped wasn't with either. Enough. Yeah, I don't think uh, you did a lot of uh, counseling, you fucking asshole. And it, what a piece of garbage! The priest from The Sopranos is obsessed with Carmela and has that weird oh, platonic slash sexual uh, relationship father, that's caught up in food. I, Ayatollah, Pastor Yon. His wife, Robin, informed Zobrist about what she thought was. She thought they had like an emotional relationship for all you sensitive people out there. Like you're connecting. Right. Instead of it being sexual, but it was sexual. Yeah, they were they were clapping cheeks. Yeah, obviously. So Robin Yon is the wife of the pastor. She she had the best intentions. I mean, it's a man of the Lord. You got to expect, no, he's over there. Like, dude, I forget his name, but. I almost said uh, Tutuola, and then I was like, no, you dumbass. That's Ice-T from Law & Order SVU. Okay, that is, those things are not even connected in any fucking possible sense. Sound familiar. So it's weird. It's just fascinating how the human brain works. They look the Um, same. Wow. Zobrist was actually funding this guy's pastoral trips. He donated between ten dollars to $15,000 to this dude's family. Uh, he was donating to his church. Karma's real, bro. So, Mr. Yon, watch out, bro. Like, Ben Zobrist, first, he was already depressed and manic. I guarantee you that motherfucker went to a pawn shop. Either purchased a gun illegally, or he got a voodoo doll, and he's sticking shit in it, and he's thinking of you. So rather than just, you know, chipping it, I'm going to fucking big dick it and smash it, you know, off the tee a certain way, right? It creates this excitement. There's more of a tactical element to it, so I agree with you. I do see here he had his kid come out, his blonde wife, clearly shooting above his rank. 
Also, the prize fund, $12.5 million. California taxes, I assume. So they're going to take like half that shit. But, dude, that's life-changing amount of money. I never really understood that, I guess. Like, this dude could literally retire now. He could just be done. Gambling wasn't too heavy, although U.S. Open did occur. So why don't you give us your uh, your hot takes, buddy? Yeah, so last weekend we had the uh, 121st U.S. Open at Torrey Pines in San Diego with Beautiful. John Beautiful. Rom. John fucking Rom coming out of, well, not coming out of nowhere, but uh, for you, those of you that will remember, he had to withdraw uh, about two weeks ago f- from the Memorial Tournament right after the third round with a six-shot lead because he tested positive for the Rona. So this was his first tournament back. You said this dude came out of nowhere. I mean, I casually play golf sometimes. I have no fucking idea who this guy is. I had to Google his face. And I guess he's from Spain. Is that what that flag is? Yes, Yes, he is a Spaniard. I like that. That's kind of classy. uh, Yeah, shot a four under on the final round. This course was a bitch. The fucking rough was five inches high, and that was dick. So the leaders, Louis Eustazen was up ahead for the whole final round. And John Rahm ended up birdieing 17 and 18 to take Dude, the that's, lead. I, that's big dick energy. Yeah. Especially on 18, it's a par five. And he hit... If I remember correctly, he hit two shots in the sand. So he ends up drilling a putt that everyone missed the entire day, which props to Tory Pines because they made the 18th hole a par five easy. Eagle was very realistic on that hole, and I wish every tournament was like that, especially the major tournaments, because how fucking fun would that be to come down to the final hole and you're down one or two and you know you can either tie this bitch up or even take the lead. So And the strategy behind see. I'd keep playing. The money's good. He's a good player. I do like John Rom. Um while we're on the subject of golf and this weekend, I LOL'd at Bryson DeChambeau, who went from being tied for the lead at five under after the ninth hole on Sunday to finishing plus six on the day had a horrible back nine and he finished plus three for the tournament and tied for 26th. Good. I found it funny because I hate Bryson DeChambeau. So his downfall was my happiness. Yeah. Therefore I don't like him and the show does not like him. And my dog does not like him. I guess we're a Brooks Kepka podcast because they have beef but yeah now are you allowed to be maskless and like fucking scream like go tiger like you know eight feet from him and shit or is that a no-no uh in america you are okay but yeah shouts out to that dude that won the open in la joya gotta be a good weekend you go out there without six and a half mil untaxed and you leave with it i mean that's like a doge style come up um, so we respect it. So shouts out you, buddy. Carl Nassib, NFL player, the first active NFL player, from what we understand, to come out as gay publicly. 
Uh, this fucking blew up the internet because it's 2021 in America. Current year argument. He is a player for the Las Vegas Raiders. Drafted third round, not a bum. And he was captain, I think twice when he was in Tampa Bay for a year or two with Bruce Arians. Had that C. And now I believe with the Raiders, he has a C. He doesn't play a lot, but the Raiders fucking blow. So it's not like I'm watching the games anyway. Uh, how did this news really take you? Do you even care? Oh, I really don't care. And that's nothing against Carl Nassib. That's nothing against. That's more. That's like it, you shouldn't care. Like people shouldn't have to do this, but you almost have to know because he even the, said it in his in his message. Yeah, which I thought was correct. pretty good. You know, he's like, you know, I shouldn't even have to do this, nor should it matter. You know, the goal is just to have it be a regular experience for everybody. And it's got to be eating him up. I mean, he's how old now? He's twenty eight. He is from PA, by the way, Westchester. I don't know if you know where Penn that State is. State grad, Joe New. And he went to yeah, and he went to Malvern Prep. Uh, he is a famous Clipper. He was on Hard Knocks, which is an HBO show where they go behind the scenes of a training camp in the NFL. And he classically was breaking down compound interest to a lot of his rookie teammates, being like, "Hey, bro, look, put a mill away. Over twenty-two years with compound interest, that mill becomes six mil." Again, don't quote me on those numbers. I'm a fucking idiot. But this is a dude that has been around, and it was a little bit shocking to me, but good for him, I guess. You know, live the way you want to fucking live, bro. It's 2021. You got people out here thinking they're goddamn unicorns, you know, putting their dick in a toaster. I mean, could be worse. Yeah, this wasn't the... Do you remember the Michael Sam situation? Because he came out... Oh, I'm a Rams fan. So, yes. That's right. I forgot about that. He came out... And then we cut him. Like, right before the draft. I believe so. Might have been during his pro day, something around that time. Yeah. But it was known by draft day. So he went, Michael Sam played for University of Missouri. This was when they actually, I believe, just recently moved into the SEC, which in college football is the like just number one fucking heavy hit in conference. That's where you want to play. And he won defensive player of the year, had twelve or thirteen sacks as a as a defensive end. Come around draft time, stiff as a board. Comes out as gay. I think we drafted him in the sixth or seventh round. So it was a big moment for the league, you know, just to have a dude who's gay be drafted. But we cut him two weeks later. Thanks, Jeff Fisher. Didn't work yeah, out. But he people. wasn't he wasn't on the level, obviously, of as Carl Nassib is. So that I feel like that was a little bit different. Carl Nassib can be a little bit more of a of a face to this thing, but and again, he's a regular. This is just a a Chad dude. He said you said he went to Penn State. Dude, six foot seven. His brother played college uh, quarterback at Delaware. His other brother played quarterback at Syracuse. So this is just a regular bro. You know, you see him at the bar, Red Bull vodka. Like, yeah, he'll he'll get one. And uh, I think we need a little bit more of this again because there's people putting their their genitals inside of a toaster. Like the dumbass that I am, I decided. I want to see what people are saying. So I clicked on the comment section. Oh, just awful. The majority of it was fucking boomers. Who cares? This isn't even news. You know what's so funny is it's it's obviously they don't give a fuck because they don't place any value into it. And again, we don't either. That's our whole argument. But 
I love that, especially on Facebook and the apps that are dominated by the older generations, where they love and champion and all this fucking woke shit. Or conversely, they're like, who fucking cares? And it's like, you know what? When you were our age, when you were running the world, when you mattered, you when you fucked it all up. Yeah, it was way more racist by your own standards. Like when you were our age, you ran society and it was sexist, racist, homophobic, terrible, like awful murders, rapes, son of Sam. And now you're sitting here on Facebook and like a dude comes out and, uh, you know, big deal for the league, I guess. It's a big deal for himself. And you got boomers on Facebook like, yeah, you know, just, I don't really, I don't get it. Shut the fuck up and go keep playing Candy Crush on I'm sure it is, but you know how much nice shit I gave away for free on Facebook Marketplace? Why are you giving it away for free? Because I can get rid of it in an hour and get it out of my garage. Your fucking Amazon Fire tablet, whatever the hell those are. Yeah, your fucking off-brand weirdo Kindle fucking There you go, Kindle. That's what I was looking for. Surface piece of shit. Whatever isn't the correct brand, a.k.a. Some sort of weird Korean tablet. Something they got off of a Facebook advertisement. They probably bought it off Craigslist. I got a great deal on this. Um, So you value your space that much? Well, it depends on what it is. And you don't even, yeah, but you're not sourcing who's coming through to get, like, that's the problem. Like, bro, the money is there to get rid of the serial killer from being in your garage, like reeking of Marlboro. Oh, no. Reds. Before I before I respond to someone, I absolutely go through there almost to see that they're like a legit person. Because there are people that will message you and they have like no picture on there. They have no. Yeah. What if it's a photo of like a tattoo stencil of a cross with like a snake around it, and that's it, and it has like one like from 2011. It's a photo of like a 1972 Honda Civic. Yeah, it's not even like a cool car or something that could. You you can place the person in your mind like oh I see who would enjoy this or yeah it's a it's a who would fucking Dodge Neon. <laughs> you go is this but yeah you're too old to be dealing meth, so I don't know who I'm speaking with right now. So you're not coming over. Yeah, I, I'm not messaging those people back. But uh, wow, we got off topic. So yeah, I think that's shouts out you, Carl. Yeah, little tangent. Shouts out you, buddy. Um, Carl Nassib might actually play against this next, this next person, this next topic. I pulled up an article here from the New York Post quoted, wrong place, wrong time. So Vikings defensive tackle, he was hanging out. He's been drafted. Many camps are over. He was back home in Washington, D.C., where he grew up. And uh, he was one of four victims. Shot. Uh, he was visiting his aunt, so you know, immediately I'm like, all right, he's buying hair on and backwoods. But no, he wasn't. He was being a good boy. Um, Drew Rosenhaus, his agent, was quoted speaking to Adam Schefter saying, wrong place, wrong time. In talking to him today, he's going to be okay. That's all that matters. We're thankful he's okay. He will make a full recovery. That's pretty fucking crazy considering, again, he was hit four times. Yeah, yeah Jalen Twyman dominated. If he yeah, played so he's last clearly, year, he would have been drafted higher. Yeah, he clearly has some off-the-field stuff. Like Matt said, this is a true junior, so he's 21. He was a baby coming out. 
Now, DC also doesn't necessarily strike me as the worst in the world. I mean, you know, we got Joe Biden out there eating ice cream, walking around with Major. Can't be that bad. Not champ, though. RIP champ. Poor little Alfred champ. Gone but never forgotten champ. Um, Is he the one that's been biting everybody? I don't know. I honestly don't even know. It's so hard to keep up with. One of them's biting people, and one of them's dead. But they both look the exact same, and their names are like authoritative, militaristic, you know, champ and major. Might as well be fucking Sarge. Nothing wrong with it, but I can't fucking, you know, you want me to sit here and bloviate it, but I can't, I don't know the difference. Apparently the authorities, again, this is DC, right? Head of the FBI, head of the police's police. So if I'm the victim of this, I'd be like, you you caught him, right? But they haven't. All they know is that a silver SUV is being sought in connection to the shooting. But this is not a good area. It's specifically called District Lincoln Heights. He's quoted as saying, my family members every other week, one of them deceased or one of them just in a shootout or one of them locked up. So, you know, don't visit your aunts anymore, buddy. I think that's the learning experience here, Jalen. They can come see you. Yeah, they can come to you. These people make six-round pick. You still got to be making $300,000, $400,000 guaranteed. That's absurd money. You can't pay I to have a that. Greyhound to have your fucking auntie. You know, what an idiot. I think what's wild is he got shot four times, but nothing severe. He got shot in the arm, leg, ass, and shoulder. You almost have to try to be like that. Accurately inaccurate. Also, who's pulling the trigger here? Because you went from arm, well, you got arm and shoulder, and then you got ass and leg. You're just spraying bullets. I don't even know what happened. I'm trying to like correlate it to Call of Duty, but that's absolutely retarded. Um, yeah, clearly inaccurate. Maybe, Maybe he was holding, holding it the sideways. That's a, Matt. That's what I was gonna say. You, you piece of fucking shit. You beat me to it. Bringer, whatever you know. Whatever the fuck it is that you're into that you need to drive all the way out there to do it. Twyland's uncle was killed in a drive-by shooting a half mile from this exact location. And Twyman's older brother was killed less than a mile from where he was exactly shot. So he has no business even hanging around there. And frankly, I have no sympathy for you. And we're going to move on. You brought this on yourself, dude. Why would you even be out there? That was good. We had a good little organic, almost a jinx moment right there. Jalen, yeah, yeah, I'm done with you, and frankly, uh, I'm done with this topic. Debated bringing this up, but, you know, we got balls, and this is America, and I don't really care if I get shadow banned. Um, I think Matt does a little, but, you know, I'm going to speak on his behalf. It depends on what gets us banned. If it's something really right. stupid, then I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, like if I'm Twitch streaming by myself on a Tuesday, and, you know, I just decide to do a handstand and show my raw butthole. That would frustrate you, would it not? I'd be upset. Yeah, and, you know, no one wants to see that anyway. I mean, speaking of, um, we had to talk about it. The Olympic trials are going on. We mentioned it last week. And this week, we're getting into the weightlifting. A little bit of controversy going on in the world, I guess you could say. And this has been bubbling for a while, you know. South Park made fun of it. The way that the culture has been moving past five, six years. 
this conversation and this kind of situation and clown world here is is inevitable. Um, but we have a biological male who identifies as a female who just won, I believe, right, the world title or the Olympic qualifiers for weightlifting for women, which, you know, why should I care, right? But the immediate impact is whoever the fuck got fourth, yeah, you really got third, you know? Like, whoever this, it's directly bumping one person. What the fuck's going on here, Matt? Yeah, we've got a, wow, I almost stumbled over myself to figure out what gender it was to say man or a woman they we we have a they um they. she actually didn't win anything she they okay. shit sorry what the fuck are her no, pronouns? just dude i need that dude just say article. she i need I'm to not... know the pronouns we can't get canceled no like i don't well you are right i mean i'm not ben shapiro you know i'm not gonna sit there and be like well you know i like i'll call you fucking if you want to be if you're hey my name's axel and it's like you were John yesterday. Like whatever, I'll call you Axel, buddy. Like I can say it's retarded behind your back, but I'll do what's asked of me. But here, all right. So it's clearly a dude being a woman, but I'll call you she. So why don't you just say she, right? It's it's trying to be a she. I, I'm saying it, which even sounds offensive, but you get what I'm saying. I mean, the conversation puts us in a position where we have to be assholes. But she uh, didn't win anything, is what you're saying. That's correct. Um, they were selected for the team from their country. They where are they from? They are from New Zealand, so they probably don't got a lot of fucking people that do weightlifting there anyway. How big? Can that yeah, place what be? was the qualifier? Like six people, and what did they even fucking lift? Like a fucking like What's a piece of rock and a kangaroo. Kangaroo would be badass. No, it wouldn't. It weighs like eighty pounds. Yeah, One but they're video still cool. where they the can... dog is being attacked in Australia, and the owner runs out there like fucking Indiana Jones and just straight up gives it a fucking one-two tie domi. Let's go with the dog. Situation's over. Crisis averted. My point is, dude, kangaroos. Yeah, yeah, they talk a lot of game. Yeah, dude, I remember Animorphs. Yeah, I know they're kind of into boxing, but bro, if one of them backed you into a corner, I'm putting my money on Matt every day of the goddamn week. Way back on topic. Uh, So they were obviously born a male, and it says that they transitioned in 2012 after competing as a male in junior matches. Their first competition afterwards was a blowout. Uh, they set four national records in their first competition as a female. Oh, yeah, I don't see a correlation here. Now, this is so ridiculous. This is where, like, society hasn't caught up to the science yet because the reality is, regardless of what you want to fucking be, again, you know, I I really don't give a fuck. Uh, I'm, again, just trying to get through my day and make sure I don't put a gun in my mouth. So I could give a fuck about your own self-identity issues. Speaking on it, though, I think broadly, it frustrates people just because this is weird. But in general, I don't think there's anything wrong with feeling however you want to feel about it. Now, we have to acknowledge the biological stuff here. I mean, the reality is, regardless, the testosterone, the hormonal stuff, the bone structure, the muscle density... 
dude, I don't even know. I'm sure there's fetal stuff like from day one. And we're just not acknowledging it. Like we're just acting like it doesn't exist. So we need to get to a place where what I mean with the science catching up is if you want to be trans and you want to compete against the women, fine. Maybe even fine, right? You grit your teeth and you deal with it. But they have to hit a certain hormonal level that is statistically, you know, within the same deviation as the girls where or whatever it is, where it's it's whatever they're not an outlier. Playing field. And I guarantee you now all they've done is put on a sports bra and grow out their hair and paint their nails. You know, biologically, from a hormonal level, they still are like Brian Urlacher. That's not all right. And it's unfair. I'm going to be honest, though. After you mentioned it, I literally can't get the South Park clip out of my head. And that's really what's happening here, too. Of course, it's not a very dainty sport, right? It's it's weightlifting. Like, I'm a dude. I I don't even weightlift. I hope after her first competition, or at least before it, they interview them. And it plays out the same way as the South Park episode where they finish it up. And he's like, all right, well, good luck on the competition. She goes, luck luck is for dudes. We do live in a little bit of a... I feel like the simulation... Maybe we all, when we're sleeping, they just change the simulation on us. Because it's just getting weirder. I mean, we mentioned at the beginning of this episode, it's been a very strange week, testing a lot of people's uh, kind of wits, a lot of gray area stuff going on, and this is one of the things. We'll continue to monitor this, but it's it's weird. We live in a weird fucking time, dude. And you know what? Here's Here's what I'll finally say on it. I come down as an anti this for right now because they're not American. So I'm trying to win the Olympics, bro. Like, I'm trying to stunt. And the idea that this person isn't American and they're going to, you know, fuck around some medals for the girls here that have busted their ass. I'm thinking of some, like, butch girl from Texas. Like, again, God bless. Went to college for it. She busts her ass and now she gets fourth because a girl from New Zealand with a ponytail that was born Carl is uh, is deadlifting. They were born Gavin. They were born Gavin. Terrible name, though. That is a bad name. So, listen, I don't blame you for wanting to at least change that. I'm with you there. That's a start. So, last topic. Again, we're recording this early for some reason. I think Matt just likes to be as inconvenient as possible. And we've been here for a while. Actually, this has been a great episode. I hope you all love it. If you're listening at this point, we love you. Matt loves you. Apple, Spotify, five stars, subscribe. You know the deal. Who doesn't know the deal is Rob Manfred. Now, this is the commissioner of Major League Baseball. They've been having some issues. Pitchers putting gookie stuff on their hands, spinning the ball at crazy rates. And really, it's led to a 50-year low in in the modern era of baseball in batting average, home runs, and on-base percentage. So what you're seeing game to game is just a fucking snooze fest. A lot of one-nothings, a lot of strikeouts, a lot of bum stuff. I mean, these are dudes that all they do, and that's why they were drafted, is they hit the ball. And when they get up to plate, they can't hit the ball. Um, And to combat this, this upstate New York, again, Rob Manford, this genius, his idea is to have these boomer umps uh, basically stop and frisk any pitcher at any time for any reason. 
I don't have a problem with them trying to get the sticky shit out of the game to make it more fair so that hitters can actually hit the fucking ball so I don't have to watch a one nothing game. I think what is kind of ironic is for the last few years, the big topic in baseball has been how fucking long it takes for the game to happen. So they're trying to shorten the game, and then you have this, which is obviously making the game longer. I mean, yeah, you have it's, Max Scherzer a... on Tuesday night. Fucking Joe Girardi had him checked three times in four innings. And this is a learning process, similar to the transgender Olympic thing. I mean, we're going to have to figure it out. The problem is the MLB let it get to this point to begin with. And we did get to a point where the games have been sped up. There's been a clock for pitchers, and it's been for the better. And now to their point where they're pivoting and justifying stoppages at any time um, because fairness and sanctity of the game is more important, which it is. We all agree. And then you zoom out a little bit and remember that this is the same organization that let the Houston Astros fucking bang trash cans and win a World Series with zero suspensions. So it's kind of a weird cognitive dissidence autistic minefield you have to get through to really understand what's going on here. But there's some growing pains. Matt mentioned three checks in four innings. Not really appropriate. And there was another pitcher for the Oakland A's. If I was Max Scherzer, after that third check, I literally would have walked right over to the Phillies dugout in front of Joe Girardi and taken my entire fucking uniform off. That's what I would have done as well. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. It's almost like assault, bro. I would have just yelled assault. And Scherzer's an OG. He's won a Cy Young. We got to figure it out. There's got to be a limit. And I saw somebody mention this yesterday, but if an ump decides to check a picture and they don't find anything, they should be fined themselves. There needs to be a repercussion for them fucking around with the rate of play, fucking around with the pitcher's process. And then not finding anything, right? Just doing it because a boomer manager in the dugout got a hard on. That's the problem, though. Like, in hockey, if you want to challenge a play, but the challenge is unsuccessful, you lose your timeout. Now no, that, you, you get, get penalized it. for delay a game. There is that thinking process you have to go through. Is this worth it? So the problem for baseball with this, what the fuck do you do? Do you have them start the next inning with and out that would be good i like that actually a fucking lot and like you mentioned this is a new precedent houston astros current manager dusty baker this is his 24th season as a big league manager um i'm 25 years old Dusty baker he's a fucking idiot (laughs) he said i think i've seen everything in baseball but this is new it's setting a real precedent end quote he's been around since the Um, fucking prohibition what is your deal with dusty Dusty Baker can kiss my ass. Oh my god! Honestly, I, it's it's because he was the Reds manager for a long time, and he decided to plunk everybody, include obviously the Pirates had a big rivalry there. So it's not a rivalry if you guys don't win anything. We did back then. You guys, okay. This is what I think about with your franchise. You had one good player, and you flew him into the ground. Oh, I'm fully aware. I'm just saying, and then Dusty you named Baker an award. My you named an award after him thirty years later, and you like give it to Mike Trout. It's like, how did this fix anything? Like Roberto Clemente's still dead, 
And you guys you know still suck. 21 should be retired, though. You know what's great? Ironically, I literally just got an ESPN alert of an article that says, headline, Manfred, enforcement is going, quote, well. <laughs> Dude, he should you be a politician. Time it up that, any was, better. that was a great answer, buddy. That really quells the fears of the masses. But seriously, I, I kind of like the out thing. I guess... I guess another route you could go would be you take away that team's challenge if they have one left. Or if how they about don't this? have one left, they can't challenge anymore. Or just not they cheating. Can't do it. You well, could just not cheat. And for the way that these umps like like to think this is fucking SmackDown versus Raw and get in everyone's face and throw people out and think it's about them, it ain't. I'm pro robot on this. Like, let's just get the robots in, bro. There should be. Everyone should just know what the strike zone is. Everyone should be aware. The hitter should be able to see Especially it. The pitcher after. should see it at all times. You should see it go through the thing. You should see it clip it. And it should be automatic. It shouldn't be any argument. I mean, think about wiffle ball. With that logic, how would any wiffle ball game anywhere that's organized get done? Because you know it's a bunch of dudes in the sun who are hammered. But those games commence. You don't want to know why? Because they throw fucking thing like a shoe on the ground. That's a base. And then there's always, always, always one of those uh, tangible strike zones. And with that, you can do anything. So that's what I'm going to pitch here to Rob Manfred, you idiot, is for one, fix the gap in your teeth. Because I know I'm not ever going to have a job for baseball. Secondly, yeah, you need to work on this because it's an issue. So we're going to put you on blast here on the podcast. And uh, yeah, that's it. I'm done talking. I'm over it. That's 22. Apple, Spotify. Be here next week. I'll see y'all. Peace.